All right. Welcome to episode two of our Backroads Homestead podcast. My name is Ryan. Thanks for joining us. Oh, we had a really good response from the first podcast. And uh, we're going to be making these as often as possible. Right now I'm in the barn dorium in the back where the seating trays are. And I am filling the six-pack seed trays with uh, some organic soil, putting in some of the seeds, covering it with more organic soil, and stacking them. The uh, lights that we put in, you can see on our YouTube channel and Rumble channels. Also on backroadshomesteading.com, you can see how we put grow lights in on the uh, husky racks that you get from one of the box stores heavy duty nsf racks food safe racks whatever and growing these in stacks putting the seeds together we have the set of lights underneath the seed trays that are stacked providing the warmth that is equivalent to most of your um heat trays or your heat bats so that is a way we use some of the lighting for dual purpose so we don't have to buy more equipment than we need so i got some of the worm castings and organic soil here putting them into the trays and working it i see a honeybee in here so my neighbor's honeybees are taking flight this is the first week of february Punxsutawney, Punxsutawney, Punxsutawney Phil saw, didn't see a shadow, so we're legendary uh, groundhog had predicted that we're going to see an early spring, literally beginning of February, and it's 70 degrees. I am in a t-shirt, the sun is shining, things are going to start blooming here pretty quick, which is both good and bad. Um... Beginning of February, we are still in major danger of frost and freeze. And if some of those fruit trees and some of the stuff starts budding too early, it could wipe out everything. Ah, had a very loud blue jay outside. Not sure if you heard that. Well, we had uh, made some big progress today. We talked with our wholesale milk farm. And, uh, you know, some of those guys are into the 4-H groups helping youth get in to farming, FFA, that kind of thing. And we were trying to put together a farm share or some kind of distribution network. Raw milk is the hardest, and that's what he had, you know, because there was more red tape with raw milk. So we talked again, farm share and that kind of stuff. And how can we help between homesteads and grow a network so that, you know, each farm, each homestead doesn't have as much to do, but we can grow deep on some things or do, you know, things that we want to do that we would share with the community. So super good conversations. Um, talked with a few farms today and talked with um, some of the homestead groups. We'll be going to a meeting tomorrow for North Central Arkansas West Central Missouri, a uh, bunch of the homesteaders are getting together, banding together, 
I will be doing a presentation on goldbacks, the gold currency, in March for one of these groups. Kind of telling people what it's about, how it works, that sort of thing. And we'll see where it goes. All right. I got this turmeric. I'm not sure. I think I want to put those in some bigger pots right away. I'm going to start that turmeric. I had it dry holding in the holding uh, chambers and probably get the turmeric out now. Looking at my jars and what I have for pots. These small plant pots would work probably pretty good to get those guys started. I've never done turmeric before, so I'm in the uh, commercial kitchen part of our operation and trying to figure out what buckets to use and which hens are smaller. I don't want a smaller bucket for these. Anyway, I did not use all my soil that I had uh, got. Unfortunately, some of it I did have to buy. When you can't make your own compost and you can't make your own soil, then you get raked over the coals for dirt, for soil. That is unfortunate. So yeah, a lot of progress made today on uh, the homestead front. We we're talking about between different farms to also putting together a community online. Uh, when you use the big dot-com communities like the Facebox and that kind of stuff, um, you can't talk about animal sales and there's words you can't use and it's just a bunch of hierarchy mumbo-jumbo that is a compression of our free speech. I'll use the word compression in this case. But with my background in doing website design and that sort of thing, I'm pretty good at putting together communities for a bunch of different groups. I uh, started really doing this in 2012 and uh, trying to come up with solutions for communities that didn't have a way to do it and make it in a secure way with low cost, with uh, as much open source software as possible. And so we're talking about that. I think that would be good for our area um, to have a intranetwork intranet if you will um which possibly even go off grid that internet you know when the internet first started it wasn't uh but a few collections of colleges and there's nothing saying you can't take this digital communication outside of you know what's what's currently available on the um fiber optic lines and that sort of thing so interesting we'll see where that goes the class tomorrow is going to have uh, master gardeners that are uh, doing presentations on what what grows best here and we're gonna see a whole bunch of different things there's like three or four different presentations so literally looking forward to this is like a new group that's meeting around here and yeah should be a good time after i get done planting here today i'm going to be doing some spray foam all of this stuff will have videos on our uh and blog posts on backroadshomesteading.com of what we're doing, how we're doing it. Again, our little homestead, we're going to be doing agritourism. We're going to have, uh, you know, places to stay for people who are helping around the farm and also um, who want to visit the farm, the homestead, the farmstead. And yeah, so I mean, it's just, there's a lot of stuff. After I get done spraying foam, I'm going to put sides on the trailer and pick up some mulch. There's a couple that 
got some mulch from the city <laughs> and they got way too much. So I think they were thinking they were going to get a little truck bed full and instead got a dump truck or more full. So uh, we're going to go check that out. Lots of cool stuff happening on our homestead. I hope that's happening on your homestead. You know, working together with community, it's kind of, you know, it can be tough. It can be nerve-wracking to put yourself out there a little bit. But connecting between local homesteads is really what is important. Um, you can't do it all yourself. And I know that's hard for some people to accept, but you just, you can't. You have to have a network and a community who see eye to eye on a lot of this stuff. And that doesn't, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're thinking about communes and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. I mean, there is that. Finding the right people, that's, you know, going to all these events that we're going to and all these group meetings. It's important to get to understand who your leaders are, how the group works, do your own vetting, um, you know, figure out what their intentions are. Are they moral people? Are they godly people? A lot of that plays into, you know, everything we do with the people we work with. Um, if we find people that are not moral and they're not, um, you know, they're all about the grid down, prepper network, militia, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, now there's protection and then there's like overthrowing the government. And that's one of these things is sustainable and one of these things will not be sustainable. So we're going to roll if whatever punches happen. And if you haven't grown grown food this year yet, you really need to grow food. Um, go to your ag agricultural classes. I signed up for two this morning, one on cheese making uh, that's offered by our extension office or the county over's extension office, and one on berries. So the berry farm here will be hosting a, a seminar. And we got, you know, blueberries and raspberries and strawberries and a bunch of different kind of berries. I'm looking at this honeybee here running right up on me. And she is investigating my black shirt. I'm looking at her legs and I don't see any pollen on her legs. So she's flat around and uh, she's probably pretty hungry. Sorry. Hi. If there's a bee in front of you, you got to talk about it, right? Um, she looks healthy though. Uh, city mites on her back or nothing good strong wings they're well developed oh wait she's got pollen on one of her legs darker though anyway that's good to see i mean if they're hitting stuff we left our dandelions out anything that has flowers right now this is the hardest time of year so diverting a little bit here but try to grow stuff that will grow in january and february but if we have 70 degree days at the end of January, you got to try to plan for it and expect a loss. But if you're going to have an apiary, if you're going to have bees, you got to do some of this stuff. All right. I don't know, I'm back into the turmeric. I'm going to plant one turmeric in each of these buckets. I'm not going to put a lot of soil in them right now. But uh, with turmeric, tubers, like we plant a lot of potatoes. Can I like... Do that layering trick with the turmeric. If you can with potatoes. I got the well-drained soil. I think this is the kind of soil they want. I don't know how to play with it. It's all an adventure, you know? In the news this week, we saw a lot of stuff with 
the Jordan situation and people attacking our ships and almost succeeding this time. It was like five seconds before they hit the Gravely or whatever it was. I don't know. I don't pay too much attention. I know enough to get the highlights and then keep your head on a swivel, but I don't sit around and dig into news all day long. That's just not healthy. We know stuff's going to happen. We know the stuff's going down. We know we're going to be in for a tough, tough time here. And sitting around and just complaining about it on social media and not doing anything about it. Well, in my opinion, the people who don't do anything about it are the problem. They're, they're some of the problem, you know. If you're not working with trying to grow some food this year or, you know, learning how to butcher or something. You got to be doing something, folks. You got to be valuable to the people who you are going to need stuff from. Let's put it that way, you know. We already covered that not everybody can do everything. But everybody has to do something to be of value to the rest of the community. So we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. But just uh, finishing up some turmeric buckets here. I'm excited. I want to do turmeric and ginseng and stuff. We did, like I said, we were really good with the potatoes last year. I'm fully uh, going to be doing some potatoes. Uh, the insects down here are different, so I'm not sure. They got the Japanese beetle real bad here, so I gotta try and mitigate that issue, possible. Uh, I haven't really noticed the dragonflies from down the road. There's a stocking, a couple of stocking ponds, and we have a dynamite amount of dragonflies, which is great. They wipe out so many bugs by themselves, and they're really pretty to look at, but dragonflies only eat like at sundown and then they're gone by sunset. So their window is very small, but those dragonflies will eat millions of bugs every night. When we moved down here, people were like, oh my gosh, you're moving down where there's poisonous snakes and spiders and, you know, bugs up the kazoo and you got, you'll have mosquitoes the size of cars and that kind of stuff and like uh yeah i didn't really experience it we you know when we came down here we scouted property for six months we made a bunch of trips down got to know some people we do we did our due diligence as best we could and it was important to try and develop relationships as best you can in such a small you know small group setting but do it picking up and moving if you don't do this stuff would be could be catastrophic so it takes time to move to a new area picking up and just winging it and going where the wind blows you that's a very different type of thing anyway um yeah it's it's been it's been amazing to watch the bugs and then when you really start to understand the bugs here are not the same as in Wisconsin. We have a lot of mosquitoes, a lot of, you know, a lot of lakes, a lot of standing water. But what's missing up in the northern part of the Midwest is bugs to take care of the other bugs and insects to take care of the bugs. Down here where there's less people and more land, the bugs are 
uh, everything kind of, the ecology here is more balanced. So there's a lot more things to eat things and everything kind of works together in that harmony. So you have very minimal problems with one type of insect because everything else in that circle of life is there to wipe it out or use it as food or use it as compost, etc., etc. So I don't really see as many of the problems uh, with this kind of stuff with the bugs. It's not as big of a deal, but the Japanese beetle, man, that thing just doesn't have enough enemies and we were filling them up by the boatload. Now the chickens will eat them. Um, so if we get chickens, they'll take care of some of that in some areas. So I can, we can put the baits over there and then chickens get fed. But I think that's how that works. We looked at making soldier flies and that kind of stuff too, but a little bit at a time. And when I say a little bit at a time, I'm, I think for a homestead that went from a pretty decent gardener to now a full homestead work, I'm biting off way more than I can chew and trying to manage it. So on top of all the production stuff that we're doing on top of that. Hoof. It's definitely a lot. All right. The turmeric's done. We have the melons done. We got the sunflowers done. Now, should I do the peppers or should I start spraying the... I think I got to get on that spray. I think I'll do the peppers tomorrow. I got some yellow pear tomatoes yet. It's cauliflower. But all this seed was given to me and it's really old. It's like 2018, which for me is really old. Uh, so, you know, rotating it, bringing it back to life, having the moisture, doing the, you know, sprouting tricks um, with the sprouting cans. We're doing all of it. Uh, but you won't know with the melons and stuff because they sprout. So, you know, peppers too. Basil, peppers, all that stuff, all the... Uh, part of the brassica, whatever family, the broccoli family, all of that stuffs, you know, as another example, cause we got like cauliflower and stuff, all of that stuff takes so long to, you know, harvest or sprout, I should say sprout. So man, we got fencing that's gotta be worked on. I got the fence post, um, device, which I'll be making videos on. Uh, I got to process a few of these walnuts yet, which they're dry now, so we can get those bagged up. Lots of stuff to do. Lots of good things happening on our homestead. Networking is going fabulous. Uh, you know, I really appreciate everybody who's listening to this on all the different platforms. We're streaming it on dozens of podcast streaming sites, Apple, Amazon, Google, um, Google Podcasts. Blurry, Spotify, Pandora, you name it. We're going to have our Homestead podcast available pretty much everywhere. Because my main background is marketing and I can't help it. I have a sickness. But got the seeds pretty well done for the day. I'm going to move on to doing spray foam. And I don't think I can bring the microphone in while that is happening. So if you like this content, please share it with others. Please like it or add it to your playlist. We definitely appreciate it. Download it, however you can do it. Check out backroadshomesteading.com for our blogs. Our, and we, we do blogs on top of our podcasts and all of our dozens of videos that we do. We try to do at least two videos a week. 
and possibly a live stream. We're going to try to do one podcast every week. So still working on the format and what's going to be available, but it's really important to me to try and keep growing the network, helping people grow their networks, working on what's sustainable, what's not, helping prevent burnout. These are topics we're going to cover on our Backroads Homestead podcast. If you want to be part of it, again, save this podcast so you can find it, download it, and be put a, turn on your notifications for your podcasting app so that you can find this podcast when we make another one. It may be more sporadic than I'd hoped, but I've been doing podcasts for a while, or I did back years ago, and we were pretty consistent doing one at least every week. So look forward to seeing your comments. Please uh, post comments on our website where this podcast is listed. We really love the feedback. And we will be doing some giveaways as well for uh, during our live streams on some of the products that people want us to review. We'll be giving some of those away. We'll be giving away gold backs, uh, the gold currency on some of our stuff. And... Um, yeah, just growing our community, doing doing what God set us here to do. My name is Ryan with Backroads Homestead. We hope you have a lovely day. See you in the next video, or in the next audio, or in the next writing. <laughs>